The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Belly and up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one because it's the weekend here in Evergreen Park. And this is the EP Podcast brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, who reminds you that it's never too early to start teaching your kids about money. Hannah, uh, my child, Dominic, lost $70 the other day. How did he lose $70? Because he's a goon. He, he, <laughs> I, 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 I claim that Erica over here stole it. Like, that was the first thing I said. I was like, did you take his money? Like, were, were you like, were you like getting ready to go out with Hannah and you didn't have any cash <laughs> and you thought to yourself, like, I'll just take this kid's money because he leaves it on a shelf in his room. Like, it's just a stack oh, of cash. And you meant to bring it back to him and maybe you forgot. Like, that was the first thing I thought. But she didn't, right, Erica? You didn't take his money. I did not. You sure take you didn't his take money? He found his money. I'm just joking around, okay? But he. he <laughs> you want to know <laughs> where he found his money? Where? Where did he find I'm his dying money? to know. He found his money in a pair of sweatpants in the bottom of his laundry pile that you see on the other side of my basement. Yeah. Um. Yeah. In a pair of sweatpants and a laundry pile that I don't think the sweatpants were washed. And it was like at the bottom of the pile. So that's they, where so he found so they stunk. They First of all, like, how's a thirteen-year-old got seventy bucks? I mean, like what he does is he, <laughs> he, he just what allowance. he does is he he takes his allowance and he just accrues it. He's like my saver. You get ten bucks to Audrey, it's gone. Dominic saves it, but he doesn't put it in the right place. He should be putting it into a bank. If you have a kid that spends their money willy-nilly like my daughter or uh, loses it in his sweatpants like my son. Maybe get them a junior savers account from the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Help them take their first step toward a healthy financial future with that account, and they will see interest earning on every dollar they deposit so they can watch their money grow. Show your kids how rewarding saving can be. Learn more at bankevergreenpark.com slash junior savers. No minimum required to open. Member FDIC. Let's get to your weekend weather, shall we? On Friday, the day this comes out, 73 is your high, and we're expecting rain throughout the day, but in the evening, dropping to 61, and hopefully the rain goes away. And that's perfect because the Evergreen Park High School football team is playing their last home game of the year. Head coach Jerry Verdi on this program in just a few minutes. On Saturday, 79 is the high, partly cloudy. And Sunday, 85 degrees with only a 5% chance of rain. And hopefully we're watching the White Sox win a baseball game. Don't you jinx it. Listen, I, I watched, we're recording it. on Thursday night here and uh, I'm just in a mood. Maybe we'll get into it at some point, but I'm I'm in a mood after watching game one, <laughs> but I'm going to game three on Sunday, and it looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. That's a game on Sunday, though. We have a game on Friday, and that's why we're going to go to our guest here. phone line right now as he does each and every week before his team takes the field on a Friday night from the Evergreen Park Mustang football team head coach Jerry Verdi. How are you coach? I'm good Chris. You know you didn't win this one this uh, past week. It was going to be a tough contest 
Tell us what happened on Friday. Yeah, you know, it was a, it was going to be a difficult game, but but not unwinnable, and and that's exactly what ended up happening. It was it was a tough game, and uh, you know we go into the second quarter with about five minutes left to go, and and we're winning three to nothing, and uh, they completed a long pass where the coverage was really good. It was just a good pass, good catch, uh, and they they kind of reversed the field, and they and they they went in and and scored, and now it's seven to three, and then we. We turned the ball over pretty much on the first play, uh, you know, from scrimmage after we get the kickoff, and and they they poked it in on a on a, on a short field, and then we went in at halftime 14 to three instead of you know seven to three or three to nothing, you know, and that's and that changed things a little, you know, and in the second half, um, you know, we played pretty well, uh, offense moved the ball, um, you know, we scored the one touchdown, but but they moved the ball more than that, that we didn't convert on a, on a fourth down and. And the second half was was pretty much seven to seven, and you know, and, and that was the ball game. And and when you we watched the film Saturday morning with with the players and 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 saw the mistakes that we made, you know, we're there. Uh, once again, it was a tough game, but but we we could have won it. Yeah, and it sounds like everything just kind of turns on a dime for you, and you just have basically a couple of bad minutes. Otherwise, you play these guys even. What is that like as a coach when you, because I always see it in NFL games and college games as well, where there's just a few really bad minutes, like where all of a sudden a play that you have covered perfectly, still they make an incredible play to be able to get the the big change in field position and they get the touchdown and then you get that turnover and boom, like on a dime, everything changes and you got to calm down your team and get them back and focused again. What is that like? Well, you hit upon it. I mean, Football is an emotional game at, at every level, but particularly, you know, high school football is an emotional game. And, and as the as the tide kind of goes back and forth, um, you know, there there can be times in a game where the tide really goes against you, and you know, and things just they'll start going they'll start going bad. And uh, and that's kind of what happened happened to us. And and we were able to bounce back in the second half, but. By then, you know, I guess it could be said because you see what happened at the end of the game. You know, that last five minutes in that first half, it was it was too late. That's kind of what happens in high school football. Uh, you know, sometimes you're on the other end of that, and everything goes well for you. But uh, we we talk about resilience all the time and being able to to weather when things happen and understanding that no game is no game is ever going to be perfect and and you got to go you know you got to talk about you know next play next play next play and that's really been our emphasis because as we as we get into into this week we're in a very similar situation you know it's going to be a tough game no one denies that but it's a game that you know we could win and uh, the only way to win that is to show our resilience and, 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 and make that happen. You have uh, an interesting setup here for the last three games of the season, but just to fill people in who might not exactly know how the Mustangs have been doing this year, you have the second-best conference record inside of your conference at 3-1 and one right now, and you, you're also uh, the second-best overall record from what I can see here, unless Max Preps is is wrong. You've only given up 68 points this year, which is the lowest amount of points given up by any team in your conference. And you've got three games here lined up where you're going to play coming up this weekend. It's your last home game uh, of your of your regular season. You're going up against a 5-1 and one Richards team, which is that one team that sits ahead of you in overall record and also conference record. It's going to be an absolutely huge test. And then after that, you've got uh, Eisenhower and Oak Lawn, which sit more towards the bottom if you look at the standings right now. Is this the big test? And do you look at this game as 
we got to prove ourselves here, but then we got to take care of business in the back end so that we can get this team into the postseason. How does this all work? Well, the one thing that you learn over the years coaching high school football is that you can never put a label on a game that it's must win or we're, you know, or we're in bad shape or must win or the rest of the season's going to be whatever. The game this week, we want to win. We, 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 we go into every game uh, with that situation, but there's no game, you know, on our schedule unless we, unless we, uh, you know, weren't to be successful for the, for the last, for, for both of the, you know, week seven, week eight, that, that, that is a, a has to win or we're not in the playoffs. However, um, you know, the difference between seven and two and six and three or six and three and five and four, you know, is big. And, you know, when you're getting the playoff pairings and pairings and, you know, who you're going to play in the playoffs and things like that. So the game's big. Um, but at, at the same time, the season doesn't end after week seven. So we understand that. And, and we don't have an easy game to finish our schedule. Uh, the, our last three teams, Richards is Richards, and and both Eisenhower and Oakland are good teams this year, and um, it's going to be a challenge. Let's take a look real quick at Richards. Let's take a look at this weekend. What do you say about this team? What what are their strengths? How do you match up? Uh, what do you have to do to be able to win this game? Well, it's it's a it's a similar story to what we what we talked about. You know, a lot of weeks. Once again, they're going to come in and they're going to have the size advantage on us, and 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 they have some really good skill players, some very talented players. Their, their running back is very good, and they've got a few guys that they they that they cycle in at quarterback. Uh, all of them are are, are pretty decent, and uh, you know defensively they fly around the ball. They are they're an attack defense, and and uh, what we have to do to to win the game is 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 a very similar story to, to each week. You have to limit your turnovers. If we if we win the turnover game, that'd be that'd be uh, you know part number one to win. And, uh, we need to control the ball for a little. You know, we need we need to get those first downs and and hold on to the ball. Then we have to stop them. And uh, they haven't been an easy team to stop. Their offense has been good, and and what they do, they are a run heavy team. And and the way they run the ball, they use multiple formations. And and uh, as I said before, they really do. They have, they have a really a really good running back, and and he gets his yards every game. Um, and yards aren't the problem. Uh, the problem is that does he get into the end zone? And and you know, for five out of their six games, he has. Any players over the last couple of weeks really jump out at you? Well, James uh, Williams, once again, had, a, had another good game. Uh, he, he did rush for uh, 100 yards. Uh, and uh, he seems to continue to get stronger as the season goes on. Um, you know, we, we had some pretty good line play uh, last week. Uh, and that starts at, at our center with, with, with Aiden McDermott. And, and he plays a defensive tackle for us, uh, too. Uh, so he had a pretty good game. And also defensively, we had, uh, you know, Michael Torres had a, had a pretty good game, and, and Jalen Shepard had a pretty good game. The one thing we did relatively well Friday night is, is we were able to capitalize when the ball was on the ground, and we, we were able to, to, to be on, on, in the plus in the turnover game. And, uh, you know, that's what kind of put us in a situation where we could have won the game. You know, that's kind of an emphasis for this week, too. Last home game of the regular season. The Datus episode comes out Friday, the 8th of October, a 7 p.m. start. And you know what? There's no reason to not get out there and see the Mustangs play because game two of the ALDS with the White Sox should be over by then. So you can you can get your White Sox in and then you can go and you can watch a game in person. I think you're going to go out there and put together a really good game. Good luck against Richards on Friday night. Thanks, Chris. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. 
These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. You girls have a good time at Oktoberfest? I had a blast. Yeah? Even though it rained, I didn't even care that it rained. Well, that's because you were both boozing. We were both I had boozing. a great both, time. Yeah, yeah, I know you had a good time. <laughs> I had open outcry. I could tell by there. the hangover the next morning you had a good time. <laughs> I ordered bacon and pancakes and I had them delivered to the house the next morning. Yeah, well, that's, that's a hangover oh, that's move so as well. that's smart. Yeah, yeah, I know. She's smarter than you after she drinks all of John Brand's open outcry beer. Two orders of bacon. Yeah, you guys were determined that to show John pancakes. how well you could drink at that thing. And uh, it showed. Yes, exactly. We uh, had tickets. We paid for it. <laughs> 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 and we drank it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So at that event... There was that uh, collection that was going on for the homeless veterans. We actually yeah. talked to uh, one of the several moms that's running that, and it's on a previous show. You can find it on demand right here at the EP Podcast, uh, anywhere podcasts can be found, or always at the EPPodcast.com. They're doing a secondary collection on Saturday this weekend, the 9th of October, 10 a.m. until 1 p.m., and they're looking for things like deodorant, hand soap, dishwashing soap, laundry detergent, cleaning supplies, body wash, toothpaste, toothbrushes, face mask, you name it. If you think it'll help them out, a toiletry, toilet paper, paper towels, bring it on over between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. over to the community center, and they will do that collection. That's like a bonus collection after Oktoberfest. The Halloween parade is now scheduled for Friday, October the 29th from 6 p.m. until 7.30 at 50 Acre Park. You were pumped about this, right? You were telling somebody about this the other day. Like, Erica just starts telling somebody how wonderful (laughs) the Evergreen Park Halloween Parade is the other day. I'm like, really? Like, that was what was stuck in your mind? Well, I saw it at Oktoberfest. They had that um, neat kind of, like, wagon that they had. In yeah, the front with all like, the blow-ups and everything. So it looks like there's going to be like a pumpkin patch and there's going to be... Um, I have it all in front of me if you, oh, want, if you yes, don't want to guess. Please. Costume parade, pumpkin patch, refreshments, entertainment, a hayride, goodie bag, pumpkin decorating, and, and who knows? I mean, if the White Sox keep playing the way that they're playing, I won't have tickets that weekend and maybe the EP podcast will be there as well. It's open to EP resident children up to age 11 along with their parents and they're going to have the barn open. They're going to have an open house tour. Go see the animals over at 50 Acre Park. Yay! Another (laughs) event going on and joining us on Monday on this program to talk about it, the second annual Fantasy Fest on Saturday, October the 30th. I remember when Glenn Paduski did this, and I want to say it was in February of 2020, right before COVID broke out. And I was like, Glenn, this is a Halloween thing. Like, this is something you want to do around the time that people want to dress up in, in costumes because it has not only, you know, uh, fun stuff that has to do with fantasy, but also sci-fi. Uh, there's going to be Dungeons and Dragons games and, you know. Uh, Any anime for your daughter? Yes, and a, and a film <laughs> program. But there's also, like, cosplay. Like, you know, when people go to these things, they dress oh, yeah. up. Right, they dress up as, like, their favorite character. That's going to be happening, and the EP podcast is going to be there as well. It's happening from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. You can come out and celebrate your inner nerd at the Evergreen Park Senior Center at 9547 South Homan Avenue. And here's the deal. If you want to participate, if you want to be a vendor 
Make sure you tune in on Monday because Glenn's going to have information as to how you can become part of Fanta SciFest and more details that I don't have in front of me right now. On Monday, October the 11th, this coming Monday, the Village Hall is closed for Columbus Day, but your trash pickup will happen on its regularly scheduled days. So if you're like me and you send out your 13-year-old son and he looks at you and goes, whoa, there's a holiday. I don't need to take out the garbage on such and such night. You tell him no. Now walk out there and drag out all those garbage cans. (laughs) The Evergreen Park Youth Department has some upcoming programs you want to know about. They still have a few spots open for that American Academy of Pediatrics babysitters class on Saturday, October the 23rd. That is a full day thing at 9 a.m. until 3.30 p.m. You bring a disposable lunch and uh, your kids have to wear a face mask. $45 per student. Register now. What they're going to do is teach them everything from CPR to the Heimlich maneuver to proper babysitting uh, etiquette. Everything that they need to know. What? What's a disposable lunch? I was going to ask that too. I don't know. That's what it says <laughs> on the flyer. I saw that too. Like, isn't all lunch disposable? Disposable. It's disposable in my belly. Maybe a bag lunch. That's probably what it should say. (laughs) A disposable. I don't know. Maybe you can't. Maybe maybe that's offensive to paper bags. (laughs) I don't know why things are worded the way they are in 2021. I have no idea. Okay, I have I have no clue why you can't just say bring a bring a lunch in a paper bag. But a disposable lunch is now the new term. Disposable lunch. It's like when you when you used to say I got to go to the bathroom, and then somebody one day told you it was a restroom, and you're like, what? Do I go in there and take a nap? Like it's like one of those. Things. If you want to be a part of this and bring your disposable lunch, registration form and payment are due on October the 8th, which means the day this episode comes out. So get over there on Friday, 3450 West 97th Street, and get that all taken care of. Any questions, call our friend Paisha, 708 229 3377. Otherwise, that's it for the weekend. That's I, it. I know what we've got coming in on Monday. Um, I have some angst that I want to talk to you girls about. Thanks. Yeah, I'm at, we're going to break it all down. You're uh, mad. I got, I got Glenn Panuski coming in here to talk about Fantasy Fest. Uh, I just hope he doesn't ask me to dress as a wizard or something like that. I'm not into that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, but then you got to do it if he asks no, you. No, no, I don't That's have so to rude. do it. so rude. Whatever. And, and then... <laughs> And then I also, I also have That's Amy. Rude. I have Amy Kazen coming in here from Evergreen Park Community High School, who deals with everything from their their marching band. I see her around the, the all the plays that they put together. She just asked for time. I have no idea what they're doing, but they always do big events. And I know Halloween's coming up. They did some cool stuff over the last couple of years. So you know, if you got kids. Or if you're in the you know big Halloween celebrations, make sure you check out that on Monday's show. Remember, subscribe anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. So many people at Oktoberfest told me that they wait for it to pop up in their Facebook. Facebook went down like last week, right? <laughs> I didn't, or this even, week. I didn't even know it went down. Beginning we were so busy at work. And it, then like when I did get on Facebook, everyone's like, oh, I survived. I'm like, I didn't do what survived. happened. Somebody went on 60 Minutes and basically proved everything about Facebook that I've said for years. That Facebook wants you to be angry at everybody else on Facebook oh, yeah. because anger means more clicks. Yes. It means more arguments. It means more money that they make. Yep. It is a terrible, awful thing. And we just put our show on Facebook because we want to find new listeners. But seriously, just subscribe, and then you don't have to look at Facebook so often, all right? Go to the eppodcast.com, and as you scroll along, or if you look at an episode, every podcast app is available to you. Click through and just sign up. You'll never miss anything. Or go to the eppodcast.com and just put your email in. There's like a little thing that captures emails right on the front site, and I send out an email. 
to your email box with a little button. And when you hit it, you get the show. And you never have to look at Facebook again. So, like, if you weren't frustrated about Facebook going down because you wish Facebook didn't exist, there's options for you and you still get the EP podcast. If you've now realized I don't want to have anything to do with Facebook, don't worry. You don't have to miss the EP podcast. So, remember, you can do that. Check out the EP podcast. Another show is wrapped up, another show's in the books, another show is wrapped up, and then by the looks it's gonna be a good one, and we'll see you next week, and the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.